As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is Event Horizon, and I'm your host, Mark Anthony Peterson. This is the podcast where we take a walk into the paranormal with a splash of conspiracy. This is the podcast that would be born if David Icke in the X-Files had a baby. Guys, welcome to episode 55. I know I've been again on a little short hiatus, and again, I'm sorry for that. There's some great things going on, and I have been so busy that I have not had a chance to publish these episodes. I got three in the can, so I shouldn't miss getting one out each month, at least for the next three months. So what's the title of episode 55? It's, Does Jesus Exist in Every Version of the Multiverse? (laughs) Yeah, the multiverse. We kind of hinted at that in a previous episode, didn't we? Well, we're going to dig into it in this episode. Before we dig in, you know what we have to do. Yeah, we got to say that disclaimer. I am not a religious expert. Matter of fact, I've been thrown out of more churches than I've been welcomed into. I am not a physicist, theoretical or otherwise. But I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express And I think that gives me the right to ask a few questions, do a little research, apply first principles, and bring what I've learned back here to you. To share it, to have an open dialogue, discuss, to to play what-if games. Why do I do it? Because facts are facts until they are proven wrong. For over a hundred years, people thought the earth was flat. Don't think that now. Well, a few people do. Kyrie Irving. Scientists are also questioning the Big Bang Theory. So all of these facts that we held close to us for many years may not be facts at all. And so I like to play the what-if games. I like to disassemble and reassemble reality and see if there's something we've missed. And in this episode, we're going to tackle the question, does Jesus exist in every version of the multiverse? 
I know what you're thinking, Mark. What inspired you to ask this question? Dehydration, right? Yeah, I know what you're thinking, and I got to get some kombucha going in this episode before we wrap it up because I am a little dry. What inspired it actually was I went back and rewatched Spider Man. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Because we've got an upcoming movie release of the live action movie here in December that I think is going to explore the same topic. So I wanted to go back and see how they treated it in the cartoon. And the, the description of the cartoon basically says bitten by a radioactive spider. In the subway, Brooklyn teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into the one and only Spider-Man. When he meets Peter Parker, he soon realizes that there are many others who share his special high-flying talents. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the evil Kingpin, a hulking madman who can open portals to other universes and can pull different versions of Spider-Man into their world. Being the religious rebel that I am, you know I had to ask the question, does Jesus exist in every version of the multiverse? And we're going to try to tackle that problem here today. We may not get the answers, but at least we're going to throw out a bunch of questions and get you thinking and hopefully helping me to solve this problem. Now, I start first with what I call the Rick and Morty theory. Now, Rick and Morty, a popular cartoon, explores the multiverse. And in the cartoon, there are an infinite number of Ricks because of an infinite number of universes. Now, those universes, if you follow the show closely, there are changes. There are differences in Rick and in Morty. There are some where Rick is a lizard. There are others where he's black. There's others where he's a cowboy in a cowboy universe. But there's an infinite number of Ricks. There are also a few universes in the Rick and Morty theory where Rick does not exist. Because all the conditions were not right to produce the Rick. There are a few universes where there's not a Morty. Again, because the conditions did not fall in place to produce the character called the Morty. Now, in the Spider-Verse, the universe compensates for that. So there is a Peter Parker. There is a Miles Morales, who is a black teenager or a Latino teenager. There's a female version. There's an anime version of Spider-Man. There in every universe, there's a Spider-Man because it was always supposed to be there. If the conditions didn't fall in place to produce a Peter Parker, new conditions were generated in order to produce Miles Morales. Or the pig version of Spider-Man in the pig universe. So does that mean that in each possible universe, if multiple universes exist, that there's a Jesus? What do you think? Well, here's, here's where I come out on that. The answer is either going to be, yes, there's a Jesus figure 
in every universe, much like we saw in the Spider-Verse, that may take on different shapes and forms given the condition of that universe. Because it assumes in each universe there is going to be original sin. Ah, I forgot about that, right? That original sin set in motion the need for the Christ figure. So if all of the universe have some form of original sin, there will be a Christ figure. It may not always look identical to the Christ figure that is described in our Bible, but there will be one. As long as there is original sin. I know you keep listening to the emphasis I put on original sin. And you're thinking, well, Mark, gotcha. If there's no original sin, there's no need for the Christ figure. You may have me. But I think my answer is still the same. There's always a Christ figure. Why? Well, references and articles that I have read have referred to Christ as the second Adam. And if Christ is the second Adam, that means there was a first Adam, making the first Adam the original Christ figure. And I know you're going, whoa, Mark, you just threw me for a loop. You're telling me that Adam is a Christ and that Christ may be a title because of what is needed in that universe? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. But I also think there's something deeper there that if you follow this podcast, you will pull from me referencing Adam in this context. Let's unpack it all. Okay, first, if there was no original sin, I'm arguing that there's still a Christ in that universe because Adam would be that that Christ figure. The original man. Right? Yeah. Now, I also argue in other episodes that that original creation, that original Adam and Eve represented a bloodline that was directly tied to God. Made in its image. I'm going to say it's because I believe if you listen to the podcast, God can be so many things. A he, a she, a sound, a vibration, all of the above. So if the original pair had the perfect DNA and if God intended for the original pair to reproduce through progenesis and not through procreation then the original Adam would be a clone I mean the original Adam would be reproduced or and or cloned in order to get to the second Adam. Mark, wait a minute. You got to break that down even into smaller, chunkier bites. I've argued in this podcast that what made the mother of Christ, Mary, so special is that she could reproduce 
without the seed of a man. And that there were a long line of women leading back to Adam that could do the exact same thing. Producing a pure bloodline that linked directly back to God. To original creation. To the purity that was intended to stay within the bloodline. The Bible gives us all kind of hints that that is the case. Because procreation or man on the sixth day represents sin. And all you have to do is look at what we have today. All the permutations in the DNA that have caused so many hmm, mutations is probably the best word. To who we are as humans. Was that intended? Or was that triggered? And the interaction with the serpent could have been the point where it was triggered, but not intended. And so for those special women who were a part of that lineage, they still carried the pure DNA. So on the planets where there is no original sin, you still have Christ figures in abundance if they reproduced in the way that I think was originally intended. Now, guys, go check out the Facebook page. There's a great article up there of a, of a, a, a I think a buzzard recently in captivity that reproduced without the seed of a male version of its species. And that male version was right there in the cage. So this is something that is continuing to happen in many different species, but it wasn't known that this particular species of bird could do that. And when there was a male already in captivity with her, why? I think you got to look at the subtle hints. The climate activity that we're seeing, we're seeing rapid changes in the DNA of many Species on the planet, fish, all sorts of, aquari uh, 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 of, of species that live underwater. They're seeing rapid change, birds. So if the conditions were changing, they're changing with it. And we're seeing preservation of some of the original code through the cloning process that's happening in nature with these particular species and some modifications to protect from the changing environment. I know I'm going to go down this rabbit hole once again with you in another episode to show you why the female is so important to protecting the longevity of life. Because what it appears to have happened, and I'm, just, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole just a little bit, little, bit, little bit deeper, is that the crisis point is when the female prompts the mutations. I'm going to leave that right there because we're talking about the multiverse and Spider-Man. Okay, now let's wrap that piece up with a bow.
no original sin, you still got a Christ figure. The first Adam. If they reproduce, you got a bunch of other Christ figures because they're all clones of each other. Like I said, go dig into the articles on Parthenogenesis on the Facebook page and you'll see dozens of examples of snakes, birds, fish that have all cloned themselves, have reproduced themselves, women, female versions of the species, and passed along identical copies of themselves into the clones, the, 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 the reproduced versions of themselves. And so you would have that in that universe and all the others where there is original sin, there will be a Christ figure. Now, there's the other theory that the Christ figure is an ultra-universal ultra universal being. Kind of like the dream I had, dimensional skipping, right? That this being can jump from universe to universe and play the role of the Christ figure in each of those universes. Now, when you unpack that, you go, wow, that's crazy because there should be an infinite number of universes. Wouldn't it be easier to follow the logic of the universe and have a Christ in each universe than one Christ moving through infinite number of universes? Maybe. If you assume that the Christ figure is a part of the game, is a part of the simulation, and not outside of the simulation writing the code. In that case, the Christ figure is the ultra being outside of the simulation and can intervene at any point at any time because of the tools that he or she possesses. Now, I like that version because I think that version knows all about all. Yeah, that's the definition of God. All present, all knowing, right? So to be that, you can't be in that. Look at me trying to sound cool. To be that, you got to be in that. But literally, if you're going to be the God figure, you can't be of the world. You got to be the one building the world, writing the rules, and knowing exactly what every character is going to do before they do it. Because you've set those possibilities in place. You've set the parameters. And so when the Christ figure shows up, they already know the beginning and the end of the story. And they're trying to give you the right triggers to write the path to the end that is intended for you as opposed to the options that lead to paths that aren't best for you. Right? That's my view, is that there's one to many in that case. One Christ, many universes. And that Christ is outside of the simulation and interacting where appropriate to keep the simulation rolling. And then there's one final hypothesis. This one is probably the craziest of them all, but it draws directly from video game play. What if our universes weren't multiple universes, but there were multiple players? 
who saved versions of the universe at different states in time. You guys know what I'm talking about. When my kids and I played the first early versions of the X-Men multiplayer game, we would start a game with multiple X-Men characters, and then sometimes we would even switch characters. So sometimes I was Wolverine. Sometimes I was Cyclops. And sometimes my daughter would want to be one of those two characters. So I'd have to swap out with her and play another character. Now what happens when that swap occurs? Her characteristics, the way she thinks about the game, is reflected in the character that she's playing. So in that moment, how she approached winning became how Wolverine approached winning in the game. When I retrieved the character back, the way I approached the game, the way I thought about the game, the way I approached other characters, my whole view of the world became Wolverine's view of the world. And so it changed each time the character swapped around. Now at different points in time, we would freeze that game and go start another game with an identical set of characters because we realized somewhere along the journey we didn't have the right set of characters to get through that next stage so we'd start over and bring that character we thought we needed forward make sure it didn't die and then we were able to move on to the higher level now on the system that game that was stuck in time is still there The version of the game where we pass that level with a different set of characters is still there. Ultimately, we played the game so many times till we got to the very final scene and we couldn't beat the final character because we lost Iceman two levels earlier and we needed him to win the final stage. But there were like 10 or 12 saved versions of our journeys on the Xbox. And what if our universe worked like that? Are there hints that it does work like that? Some would say the Old and New Testaments reflect two different players. The Bible even tells us that. right? It gives us very strong hints that Old Testament God was a very angry guy or woman. Eye for an eye. A whole different set of playing rules applied in the Old Testament versus the New Testament. Different player altogether. Different philosophy altogether. Two separate games, same characters. So maybe we don't have a multiverse as much as we have multiple players controlling the same universe. Running a simulation finding an answer point that they may or may not like, and then restarting the simulation. And from time to time, we may get glimpses of those saved versions. Yeah, data corruption, data leaks, system upgrades. We'll get those windows to see saved versions of ourselves 
under different conditions. Now that's a probable way for the universe to work. If you believe in the way we approach gaming when there are multiple players. So you're wondering, Mark, why are you asking these questions and what is the point? Well, the way I see it, most of us are sitting around in any version of the universe and waiting on a perfect figure to come back and save us. If the options I just talked about are the way the universe really works, we shouldn't be waiting on a perfect figure. The perfect figure may be waiting for us to be the best versions of ourselves so that we can reach the ultimate stage, so that we can understand the true purpose of the simulation, the true purpose of existing. Maybe that's the way we should be looking at it. Not to be drugged along in reality, but to force the change in reality that we want to see. And we talked about that in an earlier version, is that when you set the intentions, you change the simulation. When you use that intention and magnify that intention, you get others to help you do it. Some call it magic. Others call it prayer. But when you do that, you unlock the doors that help you change the reality. To change how you vibrate. And if you do that in every dimension, my belief is you can collapse those multiverses and bring us all into one reality. All the splintered part of your soul that exists across all those different universes, if they were to vibrate the same, they become the same becomes one reality, becomes one direction, one force for change. And couldn't that be what it's all about? That struggle? At least I think so. That's why all those other guys out there with the cloaked hoods are playing those games and exploding their bombs and forcing their magic onto everyone in reality because I think they know some of these types of secrets and how to wield that power to get control over your mental state. But they can only take as much as you give. Look at me sounding all cool again. Take as much as you can give. But really, when you turn over your brain and let someone else program it, you've already lost the battle. But when you decide to elevate that thinking, your vibrations, how you exist in this reality changes. You know, in Rick and Morty, there's a Rick who claims to be the Rickest Rick. The guy who knows reality better than everybody else. 
Why don't you be the Rickest Rick? If you're the Rickest Rick, you can convince other Ricks to see the world the way you do. And their reality becomes your reality. You become linked. Right? That string theory. You become linked no matter where you are in existence because you vibrate at the same frequency. The frequency of consciousness. Now, write that down because I'm going to be telling you in a future episode how you can talk to your dead relatives why some of us see them because we are vibrating at the exist at the frequency of consciousness i know i'm not going down that rabbit hole right now hopefully it's a big enough teaser to get you to hit that like button to share this episode with no one because these are conversations between you and me. And if they happen to get back to the hands of my priest, you don't tell him what he'll do. He'll probably call me out in church. They'll probably get pitchforks and, and, and all sorts of torches. Run me back to my house. Where I'll be looking out the window, drinking kombucha and eating graham crackers. Right? Don't need that again. But if you do want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, do so. Join the conversation. I'm always excited when someone plugs in a new thought or gives me a different perspective. And uh, hopefully, at least, I can keep up with the episodes as we enter into 2022. Life is really starting to speed up with a lot of different things that I am involved in. But I never want to forget about you guys and the conversations that we have. So, until next time, you know what I'm getting ready to say. Peace. Hey you, podcast listener. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Take the blue pill. You wake up in your bed and go back to listening to mundane podcasts that won't challenge your religious beliefs and your so-called truths about reality, the universe, and consciousness. Take the red pill. Subscribe to the Event Horizon podcast, hosted by Mark Anthony Peterson, and he will show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Event Horizon takes a walk into the paranormal with a splash of conspiracy. It's the podcast that would be born if David Icke and the X-Files had a baby. Subscribe to the Event Horizon podcast by Mark Anthony Peterson on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Stitcher, or any of your other favorite podcast platforms. Remember, all we are offering is the truth, nothing more.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.